Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bigfooty Draftcast. And coming up tonight, we have put together a massive episode with all of Bigfooty's draft experts. Well, some of them are gathered together to create some sort of phantom draft. So hang on to your hats, lads. It's all that and more coming right up. And good evening, and good evening, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Bigfooty Draftcast. Tonight, we have scraped together the creme de la creme of Bigfooty's draft and trading board, including regular names that Bigfooty listeners will be familiar with, including EDPS, Modern Artillery, and Pie for Life. And also, a big welcome back to PM Bangers, who joins us after a brief sabbatical. Uh, good evening, lads. Yeah, good to be here again. Uh, should be a lot of fun tonight, so looking forward to getting stuck into the draft. And you're the only one there? Is the rest of you there? <laughs> like I thought it's... we had the set order that we organised beforehand. <laughs> we were just going top to bottom. No one was talking, so... Yeah, no. um, well, well, I'll cut in and say thank you for the welcome back. It's, it's good to be here, and uh, after a well-earned paid vacation, I'm ready. We're, we're off to a stellar start. Uh, Tonight, we're going to have a crack at the Phantom Draft, guys. Now, you guys are more familiar with the process of this than I am, but you're each going to take a turn, and uh, we're going to whirl through the first couple of rounds of this. Uh, there is a time limit. I am going to cut you off if you take too long, and I'm just going to randomly pick a name out if you're not careful. Um, so let's let's try to avoid that, because as we all know, I don't know what I'm talking about. So uh, first up, guys, I think it's Pie for Life, and you're picking for North. Yeah, correct. Uh, so with pick one, uh, it's quite difficult because, you know, there's so many players available at this stage of the draft. Um, but you know what I was going to do? And I, I was that angry at PM Bangers for ruining the spreadsheet. I'm going to bid on Nick Dacos with pick one. Uh, so pick one, Nick Dacos. Yep, and uh, I think Collingwood are going to pretty... <laughs> Pretty quickly uh, matched that one. So before Pipe Life ruined it, we were going to do it with no one, no one bidding on those two because we just assumed that they're going top three. But okay. Oh, well, I, I wanted to make a point of making it pick one. Thanks. Um, yes, I, I did see you were presumptuous in your picking, um, and of course, naturally, I'll bid on Sam Darcy as well. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So you need to, you know, readjust the spreadsheet that you've done for us. Um, but in all seriousness, after those little changes, uh, North Melbourne will be picking in a complete shock to absolutely no one. Uh, Jason Horn Francis from South Adelaide with pick one. Pretty easy choice. Awesome. So Jason Horn Adelaide there at pick one. Pick two, guys. I think we have assumed that Collingwood will go for Nick Davis. Uh, yep, Nick Dacos, yeah, but yeah. before... Oh, yeah, probably before not Nick Davis, actually. I've been on them before taking Jason Horn Francis. Yeah, after the bidding done, they could probably <laughs> so only get Nick Dacos. <laughs> so pick three, uh, pick three, we've obviously assumed that Sam Darcy's going to the Bulldogs. Uh, GWS, what are you picking? Uh, yeah, so GWS, there's been some, uh, I guess, murmurings recently that uh, GWS are interested in Mac Andrew at this pick. Uh I do like him, but I'm going to lock in who I think is probably the clear best available play here in Ken Callahan from the Sandringham Dragons. All right. And Gold Coast, pick four. Uh, five, rather. 
five, yeah. Um, similar to PM Bangers, uh, I would consider MacAndrew at this selection um, in a tall, but I feel with the impending departure, hopefully not for them, but potential impending departure next year, depending on what people are saying, with uh, Ben King, I'm going to go with the best key position defender available in Josh Gibkes from the GWV Rebels, so he can head to the Suns. Alrighty. Pick six, Adelaide. Alrighty, so the Crows could probably do with a bit of size and class through that midfield. Um, so there's a few options left on the board. Obviously, Finn Callahan's probably the one that I would have liked the most, but given that he's off, I'm going to lock in uh, Bigfooty's own Neil Erasmus. So he's uh, off to Adelaide. Well, that's, that's, at least he went top 10, that's all I can say. There were some horrific predictions earlier in the year. Uh, pick seven, Hawthorne. Alright, so I'm going to go with a play that Sam Mitchell's already uh, already had play for him once already with Box Hill, and that will be Tyler Sonzi from the Eastern Rangers. So not not only is he my best available at this pick, I think he adds a lot of that outside class and goal-kicking ability to kind of complement you know, the guys they've got there in like Mitchell and Warpool and Nomira. Excellent. Pick eight, Carlton. Yeah, it's an interesting choice here because I last couple um, I wasn't expecting the way it might have gone so um, I'm actually might pull out a bit of a surprise and I reckon I'm going to go with Naziah Wanganine Malira with pick 8 so I think he's exactly what the Blues need, um, there are a few choices there um, I won't say what they are given we've got multiple clubs but um, yeah I might actually go Wanganine because I feel like he probably fits a good need for them, uh, which is uh, ball use, obviously. Alrighty. And pick nine, the Mighty Tigers. There's a few expletives going on in the chat now after that last <laughs> pick. Um, not overly thrilled about that one. Uh, so I'll have to pivot here, I reckon. Um, I didn't expect him to be on the board either, um, but I think he's just too good to... to leave, so I'm going to go Josh Ward for Richmond. Alrighty. Pick 10. Uh, Fremantle. Uh, yeah, so I know Frio fans are really keen on uh, a, a key forward, and there's plenty of local ones available, and as much as I like Jai Amis, I'd have Mac Andrew a little bit further ahead, so I want to lock in Mac Andrew to help shore up their key forward and ruck stocks in the future. Alrighty, so that's the first... 10 picks done um, I actually forgot to write them down as you were going through um, there's, uh, did there's someone, a did Google someone... spreadsheet link in the chat yeah, well, uh, uh. very professional at the moment you can I'm tell just, just saying I, st I started to write them down about pick 6 so. <laughs> like, geez, um, I, I, should... I, I can quickly summarise so yes we've got, if you could um, so the first two picks were our father's sons that have spoken about so much this year and Nick Dacos and Sam Darcy uh, pick 3 North Melbourne lock in Jason Horn Francis, which no shock. Pick four, Finn Callahan to GWS. Five was Gold Coast with Josh Gibkes. Six was Adelaide with Bigfooty's own Neil Erasmus, otherwise known as Beefone at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, seven was Hawthorne with Tyler Sonzi. Eight was Cardinal with Naziah Wanganine Miller. Nine was Richmond with Josh Ward. And ten was Fremantle with Mac Andrew. Right, so there you go. That's, that, that's Bigfooty's predictions for the top ten. Uh, Pick 11, St. Kilda. 
Alright, it's me back on the clock, and this is actually where I really wanted Wayne Ganine Miller, so mm. I'm a little bit disappointed that he's gone. Um, but I'm going to lock in Josh Rochelle for St Kilda at pick 11. Nice. Pick 12, West Coast. Yeah, this is where it gets pretty interesting with the amount of talent already on the board. And uh, considering how well WA have done this year and West Coast probably looking local, and it wouldn't be out of the... To, to surprise to no one that Jai Amos would definitely be one they'd consider here. So, I mean, I'd go with him. He's a very uh, high upside type of player, a bit like a taller Bailey Fritch, and we saw what he was able to do in the grand final. So uh, Jai Amos is the one I'll be picking for West Coast. And pick 13, Essendon. Now, Essendon, uh, another one like uh, uh, Sonzi getting to play for Box Hill, you had uh, Josh Goda get to play for Essendon's VFL in the year. And uh, as also a Calder Cannons pro uh, prospect, he's pretty close to the to the Essendon people. And uh, he's definitely the type of uh, fit that they would really like as well as a taller midfielder who can play half-back or half-forward. Excellent. Pick 14, the Sydney Swans. So with Sydney potentially losing George Hewitt, they're probably still going to need to shore up their uh, inside mid-stocks. And it's pretty surprising to see this guy still on the board. And I think they would absolutely pick this guy without a second thought, and that is Ben Hobbs. He was the other one I was considering with Carlton's pick. And uh, I almost thought he might have snuck through without uh, anyone seeing. That's the problem with these gaps. But yeah, no, that's very, very good get him there pick 15 GWS um, yeah so GWS a little bit it's an interesting position so uh, I really would have loved a key position talent at this area or at this pick um, none really scream out as being worth the selection in my mind um, my next best on the board is Josh Sin but I feel like we've sort of covered the strengths that he brings with Finn Callahan. so I'm going to go for someone that could potentially uh, play a Toby Green style half forward flank role and lock in uh, Arlo Draper for the Giants. Pick 16, the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, well, I'm very, very glad that PM Bangers did not make me have to think any harder uh, with that selection. So uh, I will quickly snap up Josh Sin with that uh, pick 16. Thanks. And pick 17, Richmond. Uh, more expletives in the chat, um, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, I'm going to have to add to the halfback line for Richmond, I think, with this selection. Um, a guy who can uh, defend at a pretty high level but can also create off, create off the halfback line. I'm going to go Darcy Wilmot. Oh, that's a very good pick. <laughs> pick, pick, <laughs> pick 18, Port Adelaide. Me again. As much as I'm tempted just to tank this pick, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to lock in one of my favourite prospects. Actually, um, it's a smaller mid, but he's pretty classy. Finds the footy. I'm gonna go Zach Taylor. And last pick of round one, Brisbane. Yeah. So um, I'm looking down the board. Yeah. No, I can't really take too much of a risk. As much there is uh, a player I'd love to take at this selection for Brisbane. But I know that they're going to need to fill a full selection. So, therefore, I reckon I will go with tossing up 50-50, 50-50. Which way do I go? Because the other one won't be there. Um, I'll go with Jacob Van Ruin. 
Okay, and there's the first 19 picks. Just recapping 11 to 19 briefly. So Kilda took Josh Rochelle at pick 11. West Coast took Jai Amos at pick 12. Pick 13 was Essendon with Josh Gota. Pick 14, Sydney took Ben Hobbs. Pick 15, GWS took Arlo Draper. Pick 16, Brisbane took Josh Sin. Pick 17, Richmond took Darcy Wilmot. Pick 18, Port Adelaide reluctantly took Zach Taylor. And pick 19, Brisbane took Jacob Van Royen. And into round two, guys, and priority pick, Gold Coast. So Gold Coast now, I after taking a tour with that earlier selection, I'm going to go with uh, the player, I'll just double check, they are still on. Um, and I think I will... Yeah, I will go with Matthew Johnson with that selection. And pick 21, North Melbourne. Uh, yep, North Melbourne. So with this selection, I will be going for a slightly taller option and go with Rhett Bazo. So then they get there to fall. Pick 22, Hawthorne. Now, I'm absolutely stunned that this player is still on the board and I couldn't call this guy's name out quicker. And that is Campbell Chesser from the Sandingham Dragons. Now, he's a very classy player on the wing. Good work rate, good athleticism, good skills. Uh, unfortunately, got injured this year, so shouldn't couldn't show his absolute best. But he, he definitely looked like a top 10 prospect at the start of the year. And getting a pick 22 is just a no-brainer for me. Chesser was off the board. Would you, who would you have taken? I probably, I probably would have bid on Josh Fay from the Giants Academy. No, it's just interesting because I was with the Johnson pick. I was weighing up Chesser, so I wasn't sure whether potentially pick Johnson if he was there. But I had to weigh up between the two. You're right. Mm. Pick twenty three and Gold Coast. All right. Well, Mr. Hawthorne, um, you buggered me up. I should have gone the other way. Um, right. So I'll just have a quick squeeze who they might take um, you know I reckon as Gold Coast I will take Mitch Nevitt from the Geelong Falcons uh, yeah tall mid adds to that stock so I'll, uh, I'll go with Mitch Nevitt okay and pick 24 Adelaide I'm not sure we'll have this pick on draft night because hopefully we get Jordan Dawson through the door um, but I'm going to take uh, Matty Roberts, pick 24 for Adelaide. Homegrown talent, um, I think he'll fit into that midfield. Pick 25, Hawthorne. So, yeah, as, as discussed before, I'd be putting a bit on Josh Faye from the Giants. I mean, he's a very good uh, rebound defender, long left foot. Reminds me of a young Michael Hibbert who used to play for Essendon and now won a premiership with Melbourne. Uh, he was one who really impressed in the... Uh, the game against Geelong with the uh, AFL Academy. Uh, yeah, and GWS are going to very quickly match that one. I think anything for Faye that comes after our second first rounder, we're going to lock in pretty quickly. Well, all right, all right. And with that, with that pick still to come for Hawthorne, I'm going to take Judson Clark, who is a very nippy midfielder uh, forward who can also play on a wing if need be. Uh, he's very 
classy on his left foot. I liken him to a Zach Fisher from Carlton, just as a very evasive and very classy player. Okay, pick 27, Carlton. All right, so with Carlton, I reckon the Blues will go with another uh, high upside sort of talent. And looking through the list, I've got a few different options. I reckon I might go with Sam Butler uh, from the GWV Rebels. We came pick 28, Richmond. I'm going to go back to the midfield with this one, I think. Um, I'm going to go with Connor McDonald. Pick 29, Fremantle. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with someone that I expected modern artillery to bid on. Uh, I'm going to bid on Mitch Owens from the St Kilda Next Generation Academy. And given that I'm the Saints, um, <laughs> I'm going to match that one pretty quickly. Uh, fantastic. And then uh, after that, it's sort of uh, a difficult choice, but I think given his performances of late and how high I see like his athleticism and his upside being, I'm going to go with uh, Brady Hoff from Peel Thunder. Okay. Pick 31, uh, Richmond. I'm going to try and shore up the key defence. Um, so I'm going to go Lake Alia. Pick 32, West Coast. And this is a pretty easy one again for me. I mean, we, we did take the uh, Guy Amos with the uh, first pick as a key forward, but, I mean, there's another W-Wave talent who who is really good in that position as well, and that's Jack Williams. So, uh, it, it, Jack Williams is more of your traditional key forward, whereas uh, Amos is more of a uh, kind of more of a third tall. So, those two will definitely end up shoring up the forward line along with Oscar Allen for the future, and it, it uh, all the homegrown talent they'll have in that key forward half West Coast for the next you know, five to ten years is going to be really special. And pick 33, Geelong's first pick in the draft. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to give Geelong a, a high upside type with his athleticism, uh, and that's Blake Howes from Sandringham. Pick 34, the Sydney Swans. So, um... Sydney do need another key defender, but there's none really there that I would take at this spot. So I'm taking the next best available talent and another uh, player to shore up their inside mid-stock, mid-stocks, and that is Ned Long from the Northern Knights, who unfortunately got uh, got injured when he was in some really good form at the start of the year playing some NAB League, and uh, he's one that I definitely expect to be uh, taken in the draft at 192 centimetres, a goal kicker and a smart player. Okay, pick 35, Geelong. Uh, yeah, just checking. All right, so next best on my rankings and is fitting given that his father played for Geelong, just not enough games for him to be father-son eligible. I'm going to go with Tom Brown, who's an athletic halfback from the Murray Bush Rangers. Okay, and pick 36, Melbourne, first pick in the draft. Uh, yeah, so... I oh, know Melbourne are hard to pick for, um, so what I'm going to do is just go for sort of, you know, the, the success with East Fremantle boys has been pretty good, and um, 
I think sort of a more athletic outside type that could come in and, and step in when needed would be good. So I'm going to lock in Corey Warner. I was hoping you were going to go Josh Brown and just start going down the alphabetical order there. <laughs> Pick 37, Geelong again. Uh, yep, and then with Geelong's next pick, I'm going to go uh, an AFL Academy member who started the year fairly highly rated and then he's had some injuries, but I still think that he's got a lot of upside and um, you know I don't see any reason why he should slip any further than here and that's going to be Cooper Murley from South Australia. Pick 38, West Coast. All right, I'm going to go with another local flavour in WA, but this time I'm going to annoy the uh, the other WA oh, side. No, Jesse uh, Motlop. They can't match it. Yeah, because Motlop's it's, the it's Metro. Yep. So oh, he will be going to West Coast. I wanted to take him the pick before they could. I, yeah, I was really considering him with 37 mm. as well. Yeah. That, um, it's really like, good. midfield draft helps us. <laughs> and the... Yeah. The last pick of round two, Adelaide. Alrighty, I'm a really big fan of this guy. I like his athleticism. I think he's got good X factor, and I think that's something that Adelaide really needs. So I'm going to get Kai Lerman. Oh, you can't have all the. I really hate the last couple of picks because I went, oh well, we're going to get you know like either Motlop or um, Lerman, surely, and then they're both gone within consecutive picks. Well, I was, I was going to ask oh. guys before we head into the next uh, round, how are you feeling like you're travelling at the moment? <laughs> but um, right, Do that. <laughs> do that while I have to reassess. Yeah, so while you completely redo your draft strategy. Um, how, how do you think you guys are going at the moment? Are there any surprises here for you? Uh, I just hate EDPS. who keeps taking my players. Yeah, it's like every other uh, fandom draft we do, Pete. It's um, e- easy done, easy done. I mean, a lot of players there that get kind of drifted, but for the most part, a lot of the players that uh, I've wanted to pick have been picked by everyone else, so I've kind of just expected as much, but no, nah, very happy to get the likes of uh, Campbell Chesser with the pick in the 20s, and you've got Jack Williams and Jesse Motlop in the 30s. There's quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of uh, talent still to come as well. So I, I did notice that during that round we had GWS bid in for Josh Fahey and St Kilda uh, lodge bids for Machido Owens with you guys doing it in theory. Is that likely to happen? Yeah, I would say so. Maybe a bit later on for Josh Fahey because he hasn't really had the media, the meter on his side. He's been injured a little bit as well. But um, he was one who definitely looked like receiving a bid in that top 20 earlier in the year. So, I mean, he's one that will definitely get a bid at some stage. And... Uh, Owens may not even uh, be able to go to St Kilda. There are a few clubs that really like him in that top 20. So, I mean, they'll be definitely hoping that at least they get a bid, you know, at, at that point. Yeah, that was going to be my comment is I thought that, because uh, I know modern artillery particularly rates Owens really highly. So I thought he might take him in the top 20 and um, the other St Kilda NGA product, which I'm sure will get bid on in the next few picks. Um, but Marcus Wintager, I thought, would have been bid on as well at this stage. All right. So, yeah. uh, 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 have we all got our wits back together now? We all... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we're only going up to pick 51 here tonight. Uh, we could be here all night otherwise. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, let's wait for the bids to come in before we yeah, talk he, about he that. Just ruined, he ruined my thing. So, uh, with pick 40, <laughs> I'd like to bid on Marcus Wittager. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you, you actually beat me to it because I was going to do the exact same thing that with the next selection. So uh, that's all right. But yep, Saints will match. I uh, I kept the Saints fans happy, not bidding on Mitch Owens, and so we've managed to get Owens and win Hager to St. Kilda. So I'll be pretty happy with that one. So uh, while I've got you, um, <laughs> I'm also going to bid on Jace Burgoyne. Oh, I think I don't think I'd be popular with the Port fans if I didn't match that one. So I'll have to go ahead and do that. I reckon. Considering you don't have another pick anyway, so it doesn't really yeah. matter, does it? No. Yeah. Um, Alright. So, now I actually have to think. Um, <laughs> isn't hasn't been a great, strong suit of mine. Um, I reckon... I reckon I actually might do a bit of a surprise, because he's... Um, I'll just make sure he hasn't been taken. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I didn't think so. Um, all right, because Goldstein's getting a bit older, I'm going to go with Toby Conway with pick 41. Okay, well, that was pick 42 by the time that was all done. Uh, pick 43, Richmond. Another guy that I really like, small forward, pretty crafty, pretty good on the lead, um, pretty good when he delivers the ball inside 50. Um, I'm going to go with Paul Curtis. Pick 44, Melbourne. Uh, yeah, so I think that they pretty much get him for free, but the last guy that I've got in this band of talent that is club-aligned is going to be Ethan Regan, so uh, I'll bid on him uh, and see what EDPS says. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one now, because there, there is a, quite a few players in that range, and I've still got the pick 46 to come. Uh I'm going to go ahead and match that. I mean, Regan's uh, had some pretty good games this year. He's a very talented half-forward. I mean, he just adds to what is going to be a very uh, dangerous forward line for years to come with Motlop, Williams, Amos. I mean, the flavour of the uh, the draft has definitely been forwards for this one, but, um, I mean, it just makes West Coast all the more dangerous. Maybe they would want to get a midfielder instead, and if I was going to pick a midfielder, I'd probably pick Angus Sheldrick here, but, um, no, nah, I'll, I'll match that bit. Uh, and with that mash, I'm just checking my list. I'm going to go with uh, probably... Oh, no, he's not our first overager. It was our, our first overager. Our second uh, overager in Corey Preston from the Eastern Rangers. All right, pick 46, the Gold Coast Suns. All right, so... EDPS nearly ruined it again for me. I'll go with Angus Sheldrick, thanks. Before he names anyone else that I'm about to take. <laughs> Pick 47, Richmond. I've I, I got to take him because um, I'm a huge fan. It's a bit left field, um, but I think it's a good position. I think Richmond will actually be well suited to him as well. I'm going to go with James Willis out of North Adelaide. You stop taking the first person on my list there. Uh, <laughs> you can talk. Sorry, mate. <laughs> like, literally every time I look at the top of my list, I'm like, yep, he's taking him. I've, I've just got your spreadsheet here, mate. So. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> Pick 48, the Brisbane Lions. Right, Brisbane Lions. Um, which way do we want to go? There's a few options that I could go with this one. Um, and I reckon options I'm just trying to think because I've got a few different like because it's now so open um I reckon I might actually go the way of I'm going to keep him I've got about three different options here um 
um, talk us through your thought process. I've got about five or six different players, um, because you know when you get to this stage of the draft, you're like, which way am I gonna go with? Um, yeah. so naturally, then I just go to one of your lists who I can annoy the most quickly. Um, but yeah, look, I reckon. I reckon I'm going to go Lachlan Rankin. Um, I just, yeah, a bit of X, bit of X factor, a bit of excitement. Um, yeah. Don't hate me for that one. All right, pick forty-nine, Essendon. Right for this pick, I'm probably going to annoy uh, PM Bangers with this one, and I'm going to take Luke Nankervis from the Sandringham Dragons. Uh, he, he's a very talented half forward. He's got a lot of upside. Uh, uh, he's one that I, I feel that's probably very unfortunate not to get a get a spot for Vic Metro this year, but um, nah, he's one that's got tremendous upside. He's a nice size. I mean, with the likes of Goder and Nankervis, Essen have two players of you know a good height. They're both over that 185, 186 centimetre mark, and they've got heaps of uh, athletic talent. Coming in at pick 50, Brisbane. Yep, I am. Um, yeah, same problem. <laughs> Haven't really advanced that much. Um, I want to do. I, oh, do I want to take a risk on him? Yeah. Um, you know what? It's a fan of draft. Who cares? I'm going to go with Sam Banks. Um, I'm not certain where he ends up, but I feel like if, if Brisbane likes sort of developing those uh, sort of classy outside types, so yeah, why not? Right, pick 51, Essendon. So, um, even though Essendon have both of the Davy Twins coming next year who are both talented small forwards, I'd still like to shore up the uh, small forward area to try and help out uh, Tip and Woody, and I'm going to take Jamal Stretch from WA, the Halls Creek product. He's a very exciting forward. He, he can leap up for marks. He can put on pressure. He's got a lot of upside. He probably won't be ready to go just yet, but um, he's definitely one who's got some exciting traits. Pick 52, Melbourne. Um, yeah, so I've got two players left here that are in uh, the same sort of band of talent in my eyes. Um, neither are spoken about a lot, but I'll, I'll just go with the one that I feel like most people would know more of, and that's uh, James Tunstall from East Perth. Right, and what I assume is going to be the last pick for tonight, unless there's a rapid amount of draft trading going on. Uh, Gold Coast, a pick 53. Yeah, so I'm going to finish off with a, another WA player, um, and I'm going to go with Josh Brown. Awesome. Now, that concludes what we're going to do tonight. Obviously, the draft normally goes a little bit longer, um, but we're not, for the sake of brevity, going to go any further than that. Just to recap, the top 10 picks uh, that these guys have picked for you tonight... Uh, Nick Dacos and Sam Darcy obviously coming in at one and two for Collingwood and the Bulldogs. Jason Horn francis was picked by Pie for Life at North Melbourne. Uh, PM Bangers took Finn Callahan for GWS. Pie for Life took Josh Gibkus at pick five for the Gold Coast. Modern Artillery took Bigfooty's own Neil Erasmus at pick six for Adelaide. Pick seven was Tyler Sonzi, which EDPS took for Hawthorne. Uh, at pick 8, Pie for Life took Naziah Wanganin Malera. Pick 9, Modern Artillery took Josh Ward. And at pick 10, PM Bangers took Mac Andrew for Fremantle. If you uh, disagree or agree with these picks, I'm sure you'll be able to find this on the draft and trading board somewhere, PM Bangers. Uh, 
Absolutely. Um, I'll put the spreadsheet up when you post the link to the podcast. So I... immediately could take a week. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be up tonight, I assume. Um... Do you guys want a uh, bit of a spoiler alert that's come out in the last hour? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the game, the Allies game. So due to SA border change with South East Queensland, all Queensland and Tasmania players are out of the Allies game. Oh, no. Wow. So the game is still going ahead, but the format's to be determined. There's a podcast spoiler. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we, we get... I mean, I run a... I must, I, I must say, what's the point? <laughs> I, I run a hotel in Adelaide, and we were getting people turning up today that were uh, literally saying that they had to isolate when they got here up due to changes from Queensland. So, yeah, nice. big things. Mm. Uh, um. Yeah, so sorry to take over. Just quickly, because uh, obviously I assume that all of us would have had players that we would have liked to take that we're surprised weren't taken. So we can just go through like top to bottom. Give us one, I guess, bolter in your eyes uh, and like one or two players that you shocked weren't picked up. So start with EDPS, preferably. Uh, I've got to try and get up what, what there was there, but... um wouldn't say too many were real big bolters. I think a few kind of went where they were expected to go. I mean, in terms of sliders, I mean, Campbell Chester, for me, at pick 22 is an absolute steal. And, um, I mean, there's a few others there that, like, to be honest, I thought, while I was going down my list, just about every player I had around my top section we kept going and going and going. So it wasn't many times where I had to look back real, real far into my back of the list to see that player go. So... Yeah, I thought the, thought the draft kind of went as expected. I'll jump in then. Uh, probably the, maybe the bolter. He's probably not so much bolter, but maybe a little bit of a surprise at 18 going to Port Adelaide to pick Zach Taylor. A couple of other midfield options on the board still then in, in Matthew Johnson, Matthew Roberts, the local lad. So maybe a little bit of a surprise there. Um, but I think outside of that, you know, it's probably wasn't anything that sort of shocked me too much i think guys are sort of fit into the draft where we sort of anticipate they might so um yeah probably just zach taylor early i reckon yeah like for me i just sort of found it was i i had a lot of picks where there'd be a pick or two in between my selections and as edps sort of alluded to i was weighing up between johnson and chester and i thought maybe chester would get through the next pick um particularly given he was the only one standing in my way, uh, which kind of helped. But then, unfortunately, didn't go the way I wanted. So that was a little annoying. But in terms of, like, bolters, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of agree. I think that most of them went as they were going to. Um, and I kind of felt like the run, we sort of all sim- had players in similar positions because there were a few times a couple got taken before. Um, yeah, like, I, I think it'll just come down to where the tools fit in. That might be a bit of a surprise like I mean I wasn't planning on taking a ruck for North Melbourne but with Conway still on the board I thought oh yeah probably um so yeah there, there's probably a, a preference by the time you get outside 30 because it's pretty even okay uh did you have any other questions you want to ask Pam Bangers since you've oh. <laughs> since you've taken yeah, over sorry. <laughs> um well no one actually answered is there anyone you're shocked wasn't taken um I wouldn't say as much shocked because there's a few that are still going to be hard to rate around there. But I mean, a few players that I liked that still were on the board, like Charlie Molan and uh, mm-hmm. Jamison uh, Ballantyne, both Rebels boys, 
both been playing on a wing for most of the year. They've both got a lot of class about them. Uh, Miller Bergman from the Danny Stingrays, he can play forward or back. He's had some really good games this year and is very good athletically. And uh, someone I was probably going to bid on if I was able to keep that West Coast pick was Eric Benning. I think this is probably just an indication how the back end of the year has gone for him. But I think, perhaps not surprised that he didn't get taken, but if we'd sort of rewinded about a month or two ago, I think Hugh Jackson probably would have featured somewhere in these first three rounds. At least I probably had him somewhere inside that sort of 20 to, to 40 range. Um, and yeah, the last two months haven't been his best, and so that's probably um, the reason that he sort of slid for us here tonight. But yeah, one he'd be he's one that I probably would have expected maybe to start to sort of feature in that sort of 20 to 40 range. And um, yeah, we get to pick 53, and he's still on the board, so that's probably one one of interest. Is there likely to be any impact from the Victorians not playing many games this year? Uh, I, in terms of draft, well, I, I don't think so to a large a majority because they played more than they did last year. So they've already got a bit of a, a head start on that. Um, but in terms of, yeah, I, like, I mean, it comes down to preference and what the clubs can see. Um, so I think it's definitely a benefit to be playing more games, but I don't think it'll punish them necessarily unless they're players that have literally not been able to get out on the park but um that that's the same with every year with long-term injuries so yeah i think from an overall scope i don't think it'll really hurt them that much all right so uh draft combines start this weekend i believe uh yeah tomorrow is the big country one and then uh we start looking at trade period next week as well and delisted free agency windows start it's all happening next week. Your billboard goes into meltdown, I assume. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it gets pretty hectic, and we got a few um, few good things. We're in the works of sort of developing a, a slick new site, so it should be pretty exciting uh, coming up. So uh, a lot more accessible and usable, and looks real cool and pretty. So should be a good time. Of course, we look toward the draft on the twenty fourth of November and the twenty fifth of November. Um, where we can obviously find you guys on the Big Footy Draft and Trading Board and uh, also more information there at uh, Draft Central? Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we're going to have, obviously, draft profiles starting next week, so that's going to be pretty big. Um, and starting the development of the uh, AFL Draft Guide for 2021, which I always love doing, you know, um, doesn't take me long at all. Um, but you know, it, it's a good finished product, so it should be uh, should be a lot of fun uh, by the end of it. Well, gentlemen, I hope this was a worthwhile experiment for you. And Absolutely, loved it. And I'm sure we'll see some of you next week if PM Bangers can turn up or whatever. Um, that'd be good. But otherwise, we'll yeah. s- <laughs> otherwise we'll see you all on the draft and trading board. Have a good night weekend. Thanks, Wookie.